I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to Solo Rip number 27. I'm, eventually, I'm going to start needing a producer to make sure that these numbers are lined up. I butchered 25. I think I got 26 correct. Well, this is 27, and I'm about 99% sure that that's correct. Welcome back to another episode. I appreciate you guys, as always. Um, I wanted to disclaimer, or not disclaimer, but just give you guys a little bit of transparency in the beginning. For those of uh, uh, loyal uh, Talking in Bits, Heads, Tribe, we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, that tune into the main chain episodes, which are every single Wednesday. You'll notice that this month I've been kind of hit or miss, 50%. One week I have one, one week or not. Um, and to be transparent, that's just the virtue of lining up scheduling with certain people. Remember, if it's not good enough, I'm not putting it out. Right. So like I have to be extremely genuinely interested in the people that I'm talking to or what they got going on in order for me to line one up. And I'm not saying that I'm running out of those people. I'm just saying that when it comes to scheduling, especially now towards the end of the year, when everybody's doing their end of the year push, it becomes a little bit more difficult. That's not an excuse. It's just a transparency. I got a few awesome conversations lined up for y'all, though. And we're going to keep those main chain episodes just like we keep these solo rip episodes going. So. We're going to start out with the boost here in episode 27. I want to remind y'all what this part of the show is about. And this part of the show is just to thank you to y'all. This is just to start the show from the very beginning and give love to those of you that not only are sharing your value, but are ahead of the curve when it comes to new media and new listenership. And, and just to be a little bit more detailed on that, understand that if only 10% or even less than that of the world understand Bitcoin, then there's probably a smaller fraction of that that understand Lightning. And even a smaller subset of those people that understand how you can stream sats to your favorite creatives, to your favorite artists. And there are some that are being intrigued. And I hope that if you're on that fence, if you're watching this on the legacy outlets like YouTube or listening on Spotify, you take the extra step to go ahead and download Fountain Wallet, the app from the App Store, uh, or Breeze. There's a few other ones. You may even have this these apps already on your phone. You load it up with some sats from Cash App. Cash App just made a really big announcement uh, that Lightning is pretty much available to all users to receive. You used to be able to send, and now you can receive. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but it's very easy to load up these wallets and get into the new standard, the international lifestyle of value for value to take part in the show. Um, and, and we'll talk a little bit about the naming convention of that. But shout out to y'all that are streaming sets. This boost section in the beginning of Talking a Bit Solo Rips is dedicated to y'all for the value that you're giving out to the show. And if you're not quite there yet, it's very easy to get onboarded. Reach out to your local pleb. Reach out to me at Deathbed, at Talking of Bits on Twitter, and I hope you get onboarded so you can support your favorite shows. All right, so the boost section. Gene, I see you. I hear you. Thank you for all the love. I appreciate that, man. Uh, you're not becoming a newer uh, listener. You've actually been coming back to back weeks, but you're relatively new, um, and I appreciate you showing up. I appreciate you showing that love and giving that feedback as you're supposed to do. At Spiral, absolutely. Uncensorable as fuck. That's kind of what we're trying to do here. 
Um, I've been on like I've been on a few of the podcasts lately, and I've been I've been talking a lot lately. And my hill that I'm gonna die on. Um, there's many hills that I that that I, I'm contributing to, but the hill that I'm gonna die on is RSS feeds plus Bitcoin Lightning, but Bitcoin. Um, is the only way we keep free speech. It equals free speech. So this, I'm glad you're getting that signal. I'm glad you understand the mission that I'm on. And if and if you're not understanding it, then just listen to the show and you'll understand what I mean more and more. And as you start watching people get canceled left and right, your favorite celebrity, your favorite podcaster, your favorite YouTuber, your favorite whatever, you're going to start understanding what I mean. And they're going to start understanding that ultimately the RSS feed and its decentralized nature and Bitcoin and its decentralized nature will allow you to be your your speech to be uncensored and for you to always be able to attain value from those people that care about you the most. Um, so Spiral, shout out for the boost. I appreciate you. And we're going to keep this journey going because that's exactly what we're on. Um, Dirty Jersey whore, man. You, I, I met you out in uh, um, in Bluffton. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for reaching, uh, listening to the show and streaming some sats. And thanks for starting to pick up this conversation, which I don't have a top 10 list for you here, um, but I like that the conversation has now started and maybe some other listeners could provide some boost here uh, and, and add to this so we can get a top 10. Eventually, we could get a name dialed down. So the reason I didn't work on the top 10 is not because of negligence. It's because I actually like your ideas about voters are being the streamers and boosters being the delegates. I think that actually makes a ton of sense. Now, you had a few other options here like Def Jammers and Def Pleb. I don't really think my tribe or the Talking in Bits tribe, I should say, should be like a specific person like Def Bed, my entity. Um, it should be more Talking in Bits related. So we still got to kind of like flush that out. And I don't want to use anything that's already been taken, which makes it difficult. Like the Freaks has already been taken. And Hive is a little bit too general because that's kind of what like all musicians call their fan base as a Hive. Um, so I'm still going to be thinking about this. Please keep submitting your ideas, Dirty Jersey Whore, uh, and anybody else that's listening. That's actually what that boost section is for, is for you to actually be a delegate of the show. Um, if you're just passively streaming sats while listening, then you're just a voter. That means that you're liking the content. That means that you're accepting it. And if you're actually boosting, you're a delegate. You're actually part of the show. You're improving the show. Uh, you're making things better. You're making um, informed decisions about a show that doesn't that may not necessarily belong to you. But I take the boost um, uh, in high regard, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And I, I do appreciate that style. So for now, Dirty Jersey Horror, let's kind of just roll with voters uh, as the streamers and boosters as the delegates. So... To circle back to the beginning of this section, this is a big thank you to all the delegates of Talking of Bits, right? To all the people that decided to apart with, with value, whether a little bit or whether a lot, to basically put their word. And I appreciate y'all word, unlike some other shows here that basically just shove themselves in your face and say, hey, because of my clout or hey, because of this, that, this, you must listen to me. Well, that's not what I'm about here. I'm here to do this for y'all. I'm here to make sure that I'm concise, especially on these solo rips for y'all. I'm here to deliver really impactful interviews on the main chain episode for y'all. And this program wouldn't exist if it wasn't for y'all. Big thanks, big thanks, big thanks. I appreciate those streams as they come through. Um, and I'm trying to push this to other podcasters that I'm working with, um, whether specifically on their brand. Um, like, you know, there's a few there's a few teams that I'm working with. Uh, pretty soon I'll make those announcements as those things start to get figured out. I'm bringing what I'm learning here with Talking In Bits over to their show and helping them improve. You probably listen to these shows already and not even knowing. But 
I thank you because this is the voting mechanism. This is the improvement mechanism that not only Talking in Bits, but all other shows need. Um, so delegates, I appreciate y'all. Voters, I appreciate y'all. But let's nail in a name for the freaks, the tribe, the hive, whatever it may be. Um, let's continue to polish that out. But big thanks to the delegates and all the sets that they sent our way. They continuously have us creep into the top 10 and then creep out of the top 10 of the Fountain uh, Top Lightning podcast. Let's try to get talking a bit top five, right? Like, like let's go for five and then let's go for one. Uh, and that wouldn't happen without great avid listeners like y'all. By the way, for y'all that don't know, and this isn't really an advertisement, it's just more like a fact, you can actually earn sats while listening to Talking a Bits on Fountain, which I always found to be very cool. Um, they randomly decide how much you get. Sometimes it's 10 sats per minute. Sometimes it's only one sat per minute. But they actually keep it moving and, 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 and give you sats for listening to not only us, but anybody else. And I think that's pretty cool because you can get those sats and put them right back into a boost uh, and then help be a delegate of the show instead of just a voter of the show. Um, but... A lot of things going on. I am on the mission lately, y'all, of pushing um, censorship resistance, free speech. And I think the tools for that are Lightning and our um, RSS feeds. And I'm going to do much more research on newly um, new discoveries like uh, Echo. We talked about that last week and decentralizing this further and further. But the education part of it, if y'all want to start a show, if y'all want to start a podcast, it's very important for y'all to start decentralizing, and start without relying on um, the big conglomerates of the world. Um, and that's why I've said this a few episodes ago. That's why I'm extremely bullish on Bitcoin is because we seem to be fighting the big fights that nobody else wants to fight. Everybody else wants to build the cool whistle that goes on top of the other, you know, big dog and helps them do this with analytics and blah, blah, blah and do this. But nobody really wants to fight the real fight, which is being um, censored, which is removing free speech, which is the, this age is this age's version of book burning. Right? And that's what we want to avoid. Whether you have something basic to say or something profound to say, you should be able to say it and you should be able to receive value for that some way, some shape or form, wherever your listeners want to follow you. So I'm really focused on that, but not only doing it here, teaching it to other podcasters and other businesses, um, consulting, if you will, so that they could go ahead and do that as well. Because nowadays... You see PayPal put it back into their little system of term and conditions. You could be not only censored, you could be fined for just speaking the God honest truth, which is crazy in a democracy that calls itself free. Um, so that's what I'm going to be on here. That's what I'm going to continue to go out. Um, speaking about freedom and, and, and justice reigning supreme, big win for Hot or Not. Um, I didn't follow this as closely as most other Bitcoiners did. I did keep my eye on it. But uh, TLDR of this whole situation is is some bullshit artist, I'm not even going to give him any light here, claimed to be Satoshi Nakamoto, which is just damn near insane. And even if it wasn't insane, meaning if he was, the stuff that he was saying um, the, 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 the buffoonery that was coming out of this guy's mouth made him obviously not equipped to be Satoshi, not equipped to, for the job. And um, he started suing a bunch of not only developers, but a bunch of uh, um, NIMS and a bunch of people online for debasement of character and all this other stuff. And justice rarely reigns supreme, but in this situation reigns supreme. So huge win for Hot or Not. Huge win for Bitcoin, right? Because it continues this like Satoshi being anonymous, Satoshi being out of the picture thing and a small win for the justice system, which like I said, especially in the environments that I grew up from, rarely gets a win, rarely does anything that's commendable by the population. I think this is one of those things. So shout out to Hot or Not for fighting that. 
I can I couldn't even imagine what the financial burden of that is. I know a lot of Bitcoiners help, but Justice Wayne Supreme, shout out to you, good sir. Um, I'm sure there'll be other fakes that are coming out to do this type of stuff, and uh, we need to be able to defend ourselves, apparently in the court of law, but also with the system that we all, in the network, I should say, that we all care so much about. So shout out to that. Um, moving from buffoonery to uh, uh, buffoonery on... I'm not going to say his name, but that guy that faked to be um, Satoshi to buffoonery that we're used to from these um, lizard people is the easiest way to do it here. Um, Pelosi, right? So Pelosi went on, I don't even know what this network is because they're all full of shit anyways, but I, I'll try to leave the 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 message. As a matter of fact, I'm going to drop it right here, the video, so you guys can listen for yourselves and see for yourself this nonsense that Nancy Pelosi was talking about. And the fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard him there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. Yes. The EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher inflation rate than we do here. It's not the fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. All right, we're back at it. You know, Pelosi basically saying that you know, passive aggressively, we have to change that subject that we don't have to think about this, that, you know, it, it, it basically some speaking like a true person that's benefiting fully from this corrupt and crony system that she is a part of and has helped design. So, of course, she doesn't want to talk about insider trading because we all know the, the story of her and her husband. Of course, they don't want to talk about inflation, sort of like Joe Biden. And when he was in that 60 minute interview, when he was basically saying, like, it's only a smidge and it's not even a big deal because they're not dealing with the with the with the everyday um, cost rises that we're dealing with. They're not walking into their favorite restaurant and seeing these signs all over the place that basically say, hey, that food that you love so much is now costing us more to make, so it's now costing you more to buy. They're not, you know, um, experiencing what it is to walk into a grocery store, which you should not walk into the grocery store, but I understand that that's not realistic for everybody. But when you do, these crazy inflation on these, you know, uh, meats and these perishables, these things that are help you get more sound. And then you notice the things that are unsound, like the cereal aisle and all these other things never seem to see inflation because the cost of making those things are extremely cheap. So you see the game here? Nancy Pelosi would love for you to walk in and kill your family's health and kill yourself so that you don't experience inflation and then walk around in front like that's not actually happening, but it is happening. Anybody who goes in and buys real food, which is still pretty difficult to find in the grocery store, but you guys know what I mean. The stuff on the outside, the dairies of the world, the, the produce of the world, those things, when you go around and you see that those things are going up, you know, two, three, four percent, and then you factor in gasoline, and then you factor in electricity, and then you factor in um, traveling, right? Like, I'm actually trying to head back to Massachusetts to see my family. Uh, here come the holidays, and uh, thanks to uh, Miss Pelosi and, and all their laundering here that they're doing, um, that's not cost efficient for us to do. It's actually going to cost a lot of money to do. So, for her to try to say that we need to change the subject, I can converse that with saying, of course, you're just a lizard person that's next to the spigot that's basically drinking from the faucet. So you can say that every single day. I can't say that because I actually have to work for my money. Unlike you, who's just a front for the money and has some type of power that for some weird reason in this democracy, we can't take away from you. 
right? I actually have to work for mine. I actually have to spend my time to work on not only Talking in Bits and various other projects and and the mission that we're on at Unchained Capital and all these other things in order for me to be able to look at my family or my wife in the face and say, don't worry, meat will always be there. And not just bullshit cereal that's going to poison us, lower our kids uh, or our males, their testosterone, and do all this damage down the road, right? So if I'm focused on taking care of my kids and taking care of my uh, of my family the correct way, not the you know FDA way or not any of these organization ways, then it's going to cost me a lot more fucking money to do so. And she doesn't realize that because inside of trading and because she's close to the spigot. So this is just a bunch of nonsense, but this should be a trigger warning for y'all to understand that they want you to fail. They want you to be helpless. They want you to be weak. And they want you to reach for their help whenever it is that the pressure comes to you. That's what they want. They want you pinned in a corner. So if you're a listener of this show and you want to fight the fight, make sure that they don't pin you to a corner, right? Bitcoiners, once again, are fighting free speech, are fighting money, are fighting healthcare, are fighting food. And all of those things are tied to the spigot. And if we can go and nip the spigot or at least get those lizards that are around there feeding off the spigot right, and fix that spigot, then we all have a better chance at living the life that we actually want to live. This video says that 2.4 million people listen to it. Well, the Talking in Bits listeners, if you didn't listen to it, now have heard it. And now you're on the same thing that we're on, which is enough of these people, enough of this. And if you can't vote them out because of some weird law and, 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 and you know democracy and all these things and the way the system is rigged, then we can circumvent it. And that's what a lot of Bitcoiners are building circumvention, if that's even a word, technology, and not trying to battle it direct. We, are, we do want to battle it direct, but we understand that they're going to come back with their, with their mites and their weights. So we must circumvent in certain scenarios. Buy Bitcoin, opt out of this nonsense, and figure out that you can trade for good food. You can trade for good healthcare. You can trade Bitcoin, I mean, for um, sound money and for future and for low time preference. And you can take care of your family with Bitcoin with lightning and this is a good segue to continue on the lightning narrative um which as you all know no secret said it earlier say it every week pretty much damn near lightning has opened up the avenue for bitcoin to be able to do and keep its promise to the people that need it in an everyday utility free speech is one of those examples um but i wanted to give some uh um you know some information here so uh, rivers lightning node which river is a bitcoin only um company uh, and they're one of the most bullish ones on Lightning specifically. You can actually buy and send uh, through Lightning via River, which is really cool. Um, and they have one of the biggest nodes in the space. And there's this, um, I'll drop it here in the show notes. There's this, this stat here from Kevin Rook or Rookie. Sorry, I don't know which one it is. I met you in person though. You're a great guy. Um, River's Lightning a node rou- routed 115,000 648 transactions in September with an average transaction size of 46 bucks. That fits squarely between the average transaction sizes of Visa and the MasterCard network. That's important, y'all. 46 bucks, that's a dinner. Oh, I mean, with inflation, it's a tough one, but that can carry most dinners. Like when we think about Lightning, we continue to think about like coffee at the coffee shop, which it does that. But what about like buying merch, 25, 30 bucks, right? From your favorite merch creator. What about sitting down and having dinner? Uh, what about buying gift cards like and different services like Bit Refill, Fold, things like that? Um, what about on strike when you do a pay with moon card 
and you get 5% back because you use lightning. And sometimes you could do up to $1,000 in that sense. I think this is a huge, huge um, pulse on how Lightning is evolving, on how Lightning is scaling, and how a Bitcoin-only company can focus on Bitcoin to help improve it as opposed to a shitty exchange. Like, for example, I think Kraken has Lightning built into it, but I don't see Kraken on this list, right? Because they're not Bitcoin-only. They're an exchange. They have all their other um, shit coins and other things that they have to worry about, which won't allow them to do what River is doing. And that's focused legitimately on improving not only Bitcoin, but the Lightning use case. So DCAing with Lightning through River is is a um, it's a good opportunity. It's it, it's a, it's ease um, and competing with Visa and Mastercard is exactly what Layer Two is supposed to be doing, and it's showing that we can do that very well. I've told y'all before. I pay for haircuts. I pay for meat. Um, I pay some bills. I, I pay a, a, everything through Lightning, literally via anonymously by making pay with moon cards, by using apps like Oshi, um, uh, Strike, by doing all these things. I literally conduct business and do things with Lightning every single day things. I just bought my Thanksgiving turkey with Lightning from a farmer direct, right? So you don't have to deal with the fiat dollar as much as you think you do. And we can, by doing this and by testing this and by, you know, donating to to, to creatives and by paying for stuff with Lightning and opting into this new age technology of payment processing, which is instant settlement, by the way, we can win and we can show these type of stats when we walk into or when these company owners walk into boardrooms or, or, or when, you know, big institutions start to like uh, uh, opt into Bitcoin and understand that we've only we've been winning for a very long time. But now we're winning with legitimate statistical stats to back us up in that win in that fight. So shout out to River, shout out to anybody who's working on Lightning, shout out to anybody who's used Lightning, and shout out to Lightning in general, because it makes Bitcoin that much more functional, which I think is, you know, I, I don't think, I know it's a necessary layer for us to continue to go. And, you know, one trillion, I got this other uh, uh, article that I, that I saw here that says that Bitcoin reached one trillion dollars faster than any asset in history. That's Microsoft, that's Apple, that's Amazon, that's Google. We did it in 12 years. The next best was Google in 21 years. That it's amazing, y'all. That is amazing. And being able to settle uh, uh, one trillion dollars worth, for, I think the number for the actual transaction value is more than that. But being able to reach this this fast shows that people not only see the problem with the world and with the money, but also see the utility and the usage of being able to use this, especially in other parts of the world. I haven't talked about that much recently because I've been talking about more U.S.-based stuff, but. Remember, there's a whole globe that's actually using this settlement uh, network of Bitcoin from on-chain to Lightning to actually do the same things that I was just talking about here, to buy beers, to get haircuts, to do certain things. And it's only getting better and better and better. And more con more countries onboarding and letting their vendors and their people and their businesses understand that they could just pay with Lightning is a win for us all. One trillion is very important for us to get to. And we've gotten there. I don't want to say, well, it is we because it, the network needs all of us in order to stay decentralized and win. But if we continue to fight this fight, we continue to expound on this network. Shout out to all the developers that are working extremely hard to make sure that we do this safely, that we do this with innovation, and that we do this um, for the betterment of Bitcoin as opposed to what eventually turns into other shitcoin projects for the derailment of the network so I'm, I'm very proud of that and and you know if you want to use the analogy of you know uh, of hashing here like the miner by the way mining all uh, all-time high hash the miners are just relentless here and they continue to crush 
um, and they continue to disregard price action regardless, uh, more further and further securing. But if you count all these innovations that come into Bitcoin and all these use cases, and then if you count all the people that are actually using like you and I, um, you, you start to count that as hash and you can see how we're, you know, how we're starting to make this a reality for more than just the 10% that just know it. And it's a strength thing. It's a freedom tool in all facets of the imagination. And the only way that we can secure that freedom tool is, you know, the miners hashing, of course, but human being hash power, right? The velocity of somebody going in and willing to pay for their haircut with Bitcoin or Lightning, uh, being able to part with their Bitcoin and Lightning, being able to shop at a farmer's market with Bitcoin and Lightning. You don't fully really understand this network until you spend, until you actually use this in day-to-day currency. Just like when you were younger and you were learning about fiat, you didn't really understand that four quarters equal the dollar until you actually used the technology and, and got changed back from buying whatever it is you were buying as a kid. You need to do this with Bitcoin as well, because that's going to ultimately add to the hashing power. I'm using that in quotations. Um, that's going to add to the, the human hashing power of making this thing make sure that it doesn't fail, that it you know exposes any flaws that need to be patched or fixed, but also that proves to the world that it can be used as a settlement network, as a layered network. And remember, you know, I've done this lately a lot in conducting a lot of my businesses. Be creative with how you pay somebody with value. I think fiat dollars is the most uh, uninspired way to actually provide somebody value. And what I mean by that is, is that we're getting into a world where, you know, sort of like it was previous to, to fiat dollars and the gold standard where you were barter with me, your value, your services, what's important. You will identify what Jose needs, uh, you know, and what would serve me best. And you would barter with me that better, what serves my family best than it would if you just gave me fiat dollars. Now, if you want to not be, think about it too deeply and just settle instantly and get this deal, this negotiation over with, then I can see where fiat dollars is an easy way to do that. Here's your price. Here it is. We're done. Continue doing business. But lately, I've been trying to talk to people that I've been doing business with and try to get more creative because there's more value in you paying me in something that's important to me, right? Like if you can get meat and cultivate good grass-fed meat, well, you can trade me for my services, for my you know opinions, for whatever it is, in meat because what that's going to allow me to do is now save on that grocery bill that continues to go up, but also provide sound nutritional food for my family, which will further help help them with their health and keep them out of the healthcare system. You see how far that, that takes me as opposed to just giving me fiat dollars that if you ask me, I'm just going to buy Bitcoin with anyways. But um, I could just blow on like something on going to like a restaurant or doing something like that, something that doesn't help me long wise. So if it's in your resources and if it's in your power to be able to give somebody value in return, do that. If somebody, if you're a shoe shiner and somebody's really interested in it or, or a shoe maker, I should say, and somebody provides you some value, like giving you a video or helping you with something that you're having trouble with, why don't you provide them some really nice shoes that they can use on their day to day to protect their feet? That's much more valuable than giving fiat. And that's the way we're going here. You can trade what it is you're good at for what it is that you want in return. And you can do that with a nice firm handshake and continuation without opting into the fiat system and paying that. Right? And saying, ah, well, I don't really have any creativity. So here's uh, 50 bucks. So here's, uh, you know, whatever the, the situation is. Sure. We're still in an age where the average person, including myself, may accept the 50 bucks. But what I can do with that 50 bucks is not as powerful as what I can do with being paid in the service that you're really good at. 
maybe you're really good at music and you can help me with the soundtrack to the, the show, right? And that goes for me a long, further a long way than actually giving me $50 for whatever it is goes that way. So that's just an example of how I've been conducting business. Let's continue to add human hash to the network so we can continue to make it work. Once again, y'all, this these episodes are concise. We're reaching up that half hour point, 25 minute point. I don't want to make these long and that's by design. Um, be a delegate, you know, and boost the show. Give your opinion, give some thoughts. Let's get a name for the tribe. Let's do all that. I'll do that with y'all. We'll decentralize that process. Some of y'all like Dirty Jersey who are already helping me with that. Um, but you can also be a voter and that actually helps us as well because that means that you mess with talking in bits and that you're trying lightning out and that you're adding to that human hash that I speak about and that you're providing value for the best thing that you got, which is valuable to me because you're not paying me in fiat dollars going through a PayPal railway and both of us getting jerked in that process. So I appreciate y'all as always. This is a podcasting 2.0 app. This is a decentralized way of doing podcasting. So you could check us out on a few, uh, um, many different apps, podcastindex.com backslash apps, I believe. That'll get you a list of desktop apps, mobile apps, and we can start getting away from these subscription models that reign supreme over in the legacy outlets like um, Spotify and all those other places. You shouldn't have to pay me $15 a month if I'm not giving you $15 a month worth of value. And that goes for everybody. Time is precious. Make sure whoever's taking up your time is doing it with good information, good conscience, and providing you value. With that being said, you can check us out on Bitcoin TV for the 4K content. And we are still on those legacy outlets because we found it to be a very successful way to get normies or to get new people on board to this Bitcoin standard of information. Rate, share, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms and do that. And this will really help us keep it moving. Look out for the main chain episodes. Those are where I get into interview mode, interview bag, and I get to talk to some of the smartest, most influential people in the space so that you guys can be the fly on the wall and be able to soak up that knowledge and improve yourselves with some valuable education and knowledge. Until Solo Rip 28, which is next week. I appreciate y'all as always. Later.